0: With us now is Jason Walls, our Chief Political Reporter. Hey Jason. Hello Heather. Not to forget that this Budget Day is important for Grant Robertson, but he's done a fair few of them. This is Nicola Willis's first Budget Day as the Opposition Spokesperson on Finance, and how's she shaping up?
1: Oh, well, it was the day before budget, but things were well and truly stirring down in Parliament. And in fact, um, as you were saying, Robertson being there, done that, Nicola Willis, tomorrow is actually going to be her day to shine. And it was interesting in the House today because she has been prosecuting Grant Robertson on a number of things, and she had a very clear tactic today. I wonder if you can work out what it was.
0: Does he agree with Westpac economist Michael Gordon's view that... Many households are already feeling the pinch on their finances and that pressure will become more intense over the next few years. Does he agree with BNZ economist Stephen Topless who said, our central forecast currently is that New Zealand's growth stalls completely in 2023? Does he agree with economist Cameron Bagri, who wrote, you cannot spend and print money as a way to economic prosperity and wealth creation.
1: So Nicola Willis has basically found every economist under the sun that said something negative about the government, collated all of their comments and used that as an attack line in the House against Grant Robertson today. But Grant Robertson has dealt with a fair few amount of um, um, national finance spokesperson and was able to fire back pretty strongly.
0: Speaker, oh, on this side of the House, I will never have a regret about properly funding our health system so that New Zealanders have the health services they need and deserve where- they live I will never regret making sure that we reduce decades of inequities for Māori and Pacific health outcomes and I will never regret coming to this house to make sure that the National Party never get their hands on the health system again
1: so pretty fiery there from (laughs) Robertson and this is just the opening salvo ahead of a very interesting matchup tomorrow
0: and it's going to be brilliant. And I see Jacinda Ardern is back. So did she Zoom in, did she?
1: She did. She was um, in via Zoom. So it's the first time that we've seen her in a while. She's been out isolating with COVID. Um, and before that, she was out because Clark Gayford had COVID as well. So it was her first public appearance since she tested positive for COVID-19. And she seems to have made, be feeling better. I understand that she wasn't really feeling that good the last couple of days. And, you know, it was okay today, but it's the nature of question time. She was all on the defensive, um, but maybe... Managed to get a couple of good hits in on the nets, Uh, Mr Speaker, we have some of the lowest unemployment on record. Our economy is, uh, Mr Speaker, in a better position than it was pre-COVID. The only other point of comparison is, for instance, how this government has done compared uh, to the government post the last economic crisis on the GFC. Then toe to toe, we have outperformed. And so that's been a line that she and her ministers have been using quite a lot, saying that basically this Labour government has handled this economic downturn better than the Nats under English and Key handled the GFC. So uh, expect to hear more of that tomorrow in her speech.
0: Um, This business with the pre-departure testing and, and the hints that it's going to be scrapped, what's the latest here? When is it going to be scrapped?
1: Well, that's that's the thing with politics is we don't really know. What we do know is that it is coming at some point soon. This whole thing came from a select committee this morning with chris hipkins said the government would soon end pre-departure the regime has been in place for um, a number of months now in fact years Um, we don't know when at this stage but he was giving a couple of hints when talking to journalists before going into the house today
0: Uh, what i've indicated is that it's something that we're looking very closely at one of the challenges around pre-departure tests of course is um, we don't know how many people had screened out uh, because we don't know how many people didn't come because they got a, a positive pre-departure test. But now, uh, the on-arrival tests are actually the thing that we're uh, getting much more useful information from. Um, you'll see more information on you know, timeframes for removal of the pre-departure test when we release the variant plan.
1: And so when the variant plan is coming, we don't quite know, but it's a very strong hint of fact. It's pretty much a conf- confirmation that pre-departure tests are going bye-bye.
0: Let's just get this clear. Okay, so was Chris Hipkins saying that pre-departure testing is wonderful because it might have screened a whole bunch of people out who would have brought COVID to the country?
1: Yes, but we don't know how many people that is because they would not have come. Let's just be
0: clear about this. The country where more than a million people have had COVID.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. And I think that was the point that um, the opposition was making in response to this Mm. as well.
0: Yeah, thank you for that, Jason. Jason Walls, Chief Political Reporter.